I'm just going to ride this off a cliff and hopefully it ends well. <laughs> I do that a lot. I mean, that's, and that's how innovation and exploration and all those things happen. So for sure, I think it's, um, there's definitely a time and place to struggle aimlessly. It can be great. Episode 48, January 2015. In this episode, Trent Walton talks about modular scale, shipping, and his approach to mobile-first design. He also explains what he thinks about MaxWidth and creative struggles. Are you using modular scale much these days? Not so much now, like... Uh, mainly just because a lot, just randomly, a lot of the projects we've been working on, um, they're, they're less like long form text heavy and just a lot more sort of module micro copy based things. Um, but uh, yeah, like, and, and most of the work that I've done, I know that Tim Brown has that, has like a, like a, a, a version on GitHub. Most of what I've been doing has, has really just been by, uh, from just a, like kind of back to the other question about learning by doing and um, more practice is just sort of me almost maybe trying to catch catch up to Tim Brown's knowledge of all this stuff but uh, but to sort of understand why things you know manage back to like managing line height at certain widths if it's wide if it's uh, looser or tighter it's you know when it, when I think it's better and when I think it works and in what context do I think it's better and what works best what's the max width you usually design for these days it's a really weird question it's hard to have an answer for and I've always wanted to, to, to like have a rule that always works, but it <laughs> never does, you know. Um, Does it um, exceed 1400? Yeah, I have. Uh, I, I don't, I mean, I, I think that's maybe a little bit of, a bit insane. So like the way I would look at it is like if it's a, if, it, if it's a column of text, if you're reading a blog post or an article, there's like, there's no reason that it would ever need to be that wide. I mean, like, like, a, like a, like a, you know, a relatively narrow column of text in the middle of a page is totally fine. No one complains about that. Um, but then when you start adding imagery, things get can get a little bit interesting. Like, you know, how wide is too wide? Wide? When does it become um, like cumbersome to have, like physically have to look to the left with your neck to see a web page when it goes beyond like kind of like a comfortable like scanning of your eye and I mean that's all I mean you could do some crazy geometry based on like where people normally sit and drive yourself mad that doesn't make sense but at the same time like um you know we were working on the many faces of and I had we had these big graphics and I was like well I want these to be huge and then, then again it's not a client side and I think I don't know how wide there's kind of no max width um, but at some point some of the graphics just kind of stop but uh yeah I, originally it went all the way to the edge and I kind of capped it a little bit because I felt like I needed some sort of a, of an edge to make it a little more comfortable to look at and obviously the text never goes edge to edge but um you know sometimes if you have imagery or video you you want those to be really really large you want to enjoy the the media or whatever it is um and then it, then the, the next layer of that is if if the site is is sort of functional and there's a lot going on something like more along the lines of like an e-commerce amazon or anything um you know how wide do you go? Like, when does it become, if you're scanning products vertically and horizontally or whatever it is, when does it become ridiculous? I think that that question is, um, 
different every side every industry every everything every, you know every little detail that you could consider every little facet it, it's, it's going to make that answer um different but uh yeah like it like i think um at the same time though like i just i could i, I could go on for another probably 10 minutes talking about this the number one thing i think we all have to remember is that like how what percent of people are ever going to see that anyways uh it's a good question to think about i mean we don't want to i mean you can make the, the the case that like people are browsing on tvs i've got an xbox one i could browse using that i, I don't much but like it's coming and you want to be ready for it and we should be thinking about it but more than anything it's like I, you know we still i still fall into this trap where i talk about a layout at really wide views and then like we worry so much about how we're going to achieve this effect and have this column look this certain way and then you know one the other one of the three of us will point out well keep in mind like five percent of people or less are going to ever see this because you know the the, the most people are on laptops at best you know and, and if you're on a if you're on like a, a 27 inch screen the chances of you having the full screen monitor are very very slim so it's probably mean or not fair to say but most of that stuff as much as i love to think about it it's probably just for us us designers so um yeah that's not always true and you should make sure you know we're, we're trying to think about very very small screens and very very large screens but at the same time i always try to revert to giving a little bit more attention to those small ones on your blog i was reading uh, about mobile first development and um, i found it very interesting that you start with the small screens then jump back to the wide ones and then work your way back to the smallest views i don't know if you still do this but i think this is very interesting um can you explain your process reasoning for this and how do you apply the kind of mobile first dogma yeah so it, and this changes from situation to situation but from for us you know, it, it's, it's almost like what, what I do privately versus like what we'll do in a, as like a process with clients thing. Um, like I might start, uh, wide just cause I want to know where everything's going to go, but that's after like, and, the, and you know, one of the most important, if not the most important, like I, you know, the way that we work with clients, it's like, we're going to have, say it's just content on a page websites are much more than that these days obviously but like you should be able to make a bulleted list or an ordered list really of what goes on that page and there's your mobile view like like that you know very rarely on small screens do we put like two things next to each other unless they're two of the same thing you know you have one column so uh you know all this arguing about hierarchy and all that stuff we'll just put it in a list. That's it. I mean, it, it, I'm oversimplifying it, but I don't think I am too much. Um, but anyways, like for us, you know, we sort of have this understanding of what the objectives are and what the design needs to do. And all the, you know, all this talk is, you know, everything is, all this planning has be, begun and already happened. When it's time to lay it out, well, I know that, whether we've done it on a mobile like size view or not, like back to like that, that, that this, this, like this one little round of photoshop before i get to the browser that's usually what i do is take it as large as i can uh as big as i think it's going to go and sort of know where point b is because i always like to you know i like to code mobile first and build everything mobile first but it makes more sense to structure media queries that way and everything but uh more than anything like that to me at this point especially in client services that's the easier part like what's most important is 
thinking outwardly, especially with clients, about mobile screens and small screens. Because with all this stuff we're talking about, to me now, you know, more and more, like it's it's about speed and performance and it's really easy to forget when you're designing like with a fast internet connection on a, on a 27 inch screen that's downloading like retina images you know we've got to think about speed and and, and you know google's talking about ranking sites um as that as a factor and whether or not they have like mobile friendly views and all of this kind of stuff so speed plays a role in all this kind of stuff and, and obviously there's a huge user satisfaction thing like if it's if it's slow you're gonna slow pages lose users so there's so many benefits to thinking about small screens not only just because like it's one of it's pretty much the harshest harshest condition you can have uh you know it's really hard to fit everything you want in a in a a, you know in a very small mobile sized screen so you have any kind of editing that'll need to happen it's better to do that before you start, then when you're like you've already laid out a wide layout, and then you have all these problems of well, where the, where is this going to go, or where is this going to migrate to? It's maybe easy to figure that out if you're doing a site for yourself, but if you have a meeting of people, um, you know, of of teams and groups, and everybody has you know an opinion about where things should be and what's important and what's not, that can basically derail an entire project. So uh, starting mobile, I think it's, it's good from a performance sense, sense an organizational sense, and, and really from a process sense, once you sort of know where you want to be. Um, and that's why, uh, you know, I think just from like a, 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 like a private little Photoshop uh, way of looking at things, I do start wide there. And the only other reason I do that is really just so you'll have graphics at the resolution, you'll need them. Like, you know, if you need, you, you won't have to recreate, if you make a small image or logo or something on a, on a narrow size viewport with a narrow size viewport in mind, you won't have the problem of, um, you know, like having to go back and recreate that. So it'll, it won't like the resolution won't blow out wider. So if you, if you start with wide graphics, you don't have to worry about that as you export or, or, or anything like that. It, like I was saying, it kind of goes back to the, the team you're working with. Like, I think it's totally fine to start anywhere you want as long as you know the the implications of what that means. So, you know, if I'm designing uh, wide and I want to have a full width image, I'm already thinking about whether or not that'll work on a mobile device and like how big that may or may not be. Uh, you know, the, there's a lot of, you know, see, there's all these things that you have to kind of consider as you're doing it. So by, you know, in other words, if I'm doing this layout wide because it looks good here, that's not, that's not really thinking about the, the, the whole, the, all the pieces of the puzzle. When you're laying something out, it's like, where's this going to go? How's this going to restack? What are the performance impl- 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 <laughs> implications? I'm having a hard time with that word, but like, um, what does this mean if I do this? It's not just, does it look good right here? It's like, you know, what does this mean for the organization? What does this mean for page speed and everything? So thinking broadly about all the things that are going on, you sort of have to develop that, um, that way of working, that talent or that skill or, or, or whatever. Are you a fan of design sprints? Everywhere we go, it means something different. It's almost maybe like I hear, I heard what I want to heard here from those, uh, from whatever, or I read what I out of, I read whatever I wanted to out of a post I was reading, and that's what I want to take with it. But it seems different every time. Sometimes it can be a way to, uh, like, just structure the way that that every little job 
every, every piece of the project goes. But but overall, like I was saying about prototypes, I think that that's key. Like it even goes back to sitting on something too long and, and then realizing, well, this isn't going to work. Like having, a, I think that that fixed amount of time. And I mean, I, I think it's it's up to whoever and, and maybe even the situation to define how rigid, you know, if, if, if it's one day for sketching or, oh, we can do a couple, but, but I still think having like a hard deadline can be really, really good to define the amount of effort you ought to put in, you know? And so, and, and it goes back to like, it, it ensures a prototype. There's so much, I think so many large organizations spend so much time talking about what something could be without just like figuring out whether it works or not in a low fidelity sense, you know, I think, I mean, it, it's, it's tons and tons and tons and tons of time. And, and I think that there is something really detrimental to anyone in any industry who doesn't get to like finish a project or ship something. Um, shipping, you know, we, 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 that happens sometimes where we'll work with clients and we won't really ship anything for a long time. And it, and it makes us genuinely sad. We, 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 it's almost like, you have energy and you're excited and something's inside of you and it's wonderful. It's like fuel to go. I think this is i I'm ripping off Dave Rupert's comparison here is, is a little metaphor, but like if it sits too long, it becomes toxic and it makes you angry or sad or frustrated or dissatisfied. Um, and, and you want it that, you know, you have this energy and this enthusiasm and these ideas. And I mean, they, and they can be completely unglamorous. A lot of the work we've done has just been like, we, you know, we just need to lay this out and it's no big deal. But if it doesn't make it out, we get, it's, it's a bummer. So I think that those, those can be great tools for like, you know, for me, a prototype, it's like prototype it or it didn't happen. You know, build it. Let's see it. Show it to me. It can be in any kind of a state. This is how we evaluate websites in browsers and on devices, not in meetings on PowerPoints and with JPEGs. It just doesn't work that way. I would like to add one little kind of um, exception to this. Um, I think for professional, this is absolutely true. But um, when newbies or beginners, whatever, uh, when they start to work on something and it takes longer, I think um, it, they should feel kind of not pressured by delivering. Um, instead, they should be kind of having fun and exploring this uh, project mm-hmm. as long as they feel comfortable pushing something out. I absolutely agree with that for sure. It's, I mean, that and that goes back to being just being aware of uh, the payoffs. There, you, you know, we were talking about learning earlier, and it's. Uh, if you're if there's a if you're learning and if you're having a good time and if I mean there's so much more value gained there then yeah keep doing it I mean like and then I'm almost contradicting myself I mean there's sort of like what what I think for the organization and then what I think for myself it's the, if you really really want to get to know a layout and I mean maybe that's the, that that's after the fit and maybe you, you're lucky if you're trying to kind of um, if if it's a small project, if you're working by yourself, or it's for if it's me working and it's my own thing, I don't really have to demonstrate to an organization that this is a viable thing we should build. Maybe you're past that, and then for sure, if you're uh, when when you pick that path, you're going to go down. Take the time to get it right. I think if you can, um, you know, once the that's maybe a higher fidelity phase if you're thinking about prototypes or design sprints. But yeah, I absolutely agree that um, you know. Uh, being able to build a website from start to to finish. Now that we have so many like sub roles, you know, you visual designer, UX designer, all these, you know, there's tons of stuff, and many of those people can absolutely build a site from start to finish. But for me, I think it's very very important to just like struggle through 
just a bunch of stuff, like figuring out things and going, doing things as uh, Frank Camaro says, the long, hard, stupid way. There's a value, I think, to that. And, um, you know, being self-reliant in certain things, it's like, you know, I could bother Dave and he could help me and bail me out of this and teach me how to do it really quickly. But I'm just, I'm just going to ride this off a cliff and hopefully it ends well. <laughs> I do that a lot. I mean, that's, and that's how innovation and exploration and all those things happen. So for sure, I think it's um, there's definitely a time and place to struggle aimlessly. It can be great. Mm-hmm.